Good to be back in the house of the Lord tonight. And I'm just looking forward to letting God work on me and talk to me. We hear a lot of voices in this, in this uh, time, a lot of different things. I, I really do believe that social media has such a great opportunity to be able to get the gospel out. But it also is very detrimental uh, because there are so many different voices that are being spewed out in the air. And uh, we listen to them and, and some of them that we don't need to be listening to. Um, and there's a lot of different minutiae just floating around. And we get a lot of that into our brain, into our hearts. It's good to come and hear the word of the Lord. Someone just to speak the word of the Lord to us very plain. And uh, let it cleanse us. The Bible said he sent them his word and healed them. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm thankful for his word. His word is a light and a lamp. I want that in my life. Not just to show me the wrong, but to show me the right path to walk. Hallelujah. To tell me about his great love. To tell me about how wonderful he is and the things that he's doing in my life. I'm thankful for that. Amen. Are you? In Jesus' name. Matthew chapter number 25. I want to go quickly to the word of the Lord. Matthew chapter number 25. Thank you to my good friends of a long time. We have been friends for a long, long time. And the Grogans are dear to my heart. And I uh, just want to say thank you to this church and also to the Grogans for allowing me to come and being such great hosts. And uh, the food that Sister Abbott prepared for us today was just outstanding. And I may teach tonight because I'm weighted down with all that. <laughs> you, you, you talk about what Louis L'Amour would say, some grub thrown on some table, man. It was, it was fantastic. And as I was eating it, I was thinking, I wish I was bigger <laughs> so that I could just eat more. <laughs> and so I thought, well, tonight, instead of going to Del Taco, we'll just go home and eat some more of that food because it was, it was just tremendous. So thank you, Sister Abbott, for doing all of that and uh, being kind to me and making me some good food. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter number 25. Hallelujah. And all the thousands and thousands of people watching us online today want to say thank you. <laughs> thousands. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. Matthew chapter number 25, verse number 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their lamp vessels with their lamps. And while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept, and at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so. 
lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready, everybody say ready, went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. And so just for a little while I want to preach on this subject. Will you be ready when Jesus comes? Will you be ready when Jesus comes? comes. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you very much for standing. Thank you for your attentiveness tonight. Hallelujah. I believe we're living in a day that we need to look around and realize that Jesus is soon to come. I believe this more than I have ever believed it before, that Jesus is soon to come. Hallelujah. There were times in the Bible where Jesus would tell them that some of you are farmers or, and some of you are people who, who have crops. And you look at the sun and you look at uh, the sky and you look at the weather and you can tell uh, when that it's going to rain and when different things are going to happen. And he says, how is it? That you cannot look around and see the signs of the time and know that the Son of Man is soon to come. I believe that we as Christians need to look around and look and see and understand that we are living in the last days. I know that we hear this preached. I know that we have heard it preached over and over. But I am still convinced we don't hear it enough. That Jesus is really soon to come. I don't want to scare you tonight. I just want to prompt you. I just want to preach to you and help you understand that's it imperative that we tonight make sure that our hearts and our spirits and our families are ready to meet the Lord because it is going to happen. Let the naysayers, let the liars, let those scoffers say that the coming of the Lord is just a hoax and it's never going to happen. But one of these days the Bible said that he's going to come and he's going to come like a thief in the night and he's going to catch his bride away. I want to be ready. I don't know about you. He said comfort one another with these words. I'm trying to comfort you today. Soon this world is going to be over. Soon all the suffering and the sin and the degradation is going to be over and we're going to be in the arms of our great lover and Savior Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but the Bible said let the Spirit and let the bride say come. I'm ready for Jesus to come. I want him to come. I've been praying. I've got loved ones that are not saved and it's bittersweet
wait for me because I'm praying for them, but I'm also praying, come Lord Jesus, do whatever you have to do to get them saved, but I want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to be ready today. I don't want to allow the devil to lull me to sleep. I don't want to allow this world to get me so busy worrying about income and worrying about sickness and worrying about the signs that are all around us that I forget that my desire is to be ready when Jesus comes. I want to have a relationship with Him. I don't know about you. I don't want to be scared of Him. I don't want to be always thinking He's lurking around a corner waiting to bop me on the head. I I don't want to be like that. But I also want to understand that he is an awesome and he is a jealous God. The Bible said, behold the goodness of God and the severity of God. I'm not going to know God unless I know his goodness and his severity. I want to, I want to understand the Bible says the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I want to understand that he's God and one of these days I'm going to stand before him oh I want to tell you I want to be ready I want to be ready when Jesus comes hallelujah 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 this parable that Jesus is telling them you have to understand the timing of this parable he is just minutes hours away from going to Calvary and he begins to tell them Look, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto ten virgins. I want to preach to the church just for a minute if I can today and help you understand that we've got to be ready. These were virgins. These were people that knew of his coming. They were people that were supposed to be in the church. So I want to preach to the church right now. Don't you dare allow this world just to rock you to sleep and think everything's all right. We're going to have to get back in the Word. We're going to have to get in His Spirit. We're going to have to try the spirits and see if they are a God. We're going to have to cleanse ourselves and take inventory of our life and make sure I'm full of the Holy Ghost. Make sure that the things that I'm watching are appropriate. The things that I'm listening to are appropriate. The relationships that I am that are appropriate. I want to make sure that I don't think just because I've been in this all my life that I've got a ticket. I've got to make sure my spirit is right. I've got to make sure sin is out of my life. I've got to make sure that my life is ready. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 And they'll say the five wives took their lamps with them but they took extra oil. I don't know about you, but I don't want to squeak into this thing. I don't want to just squeak into heaven. I don't want to just say, well, uh, right before he comes, I'm going to yell Jesus and I'm going to say a few words and I'm going to pray and ask God to forgive me. It's uh, like that uh, time. I, I'm serious. I, I really did this. I was working with someone one day and it was, uh, we did HVAC work and uh, they called us out on a pretty rainy day. It was, it was just a little, this little mist that was just hanging in the air and it was really rainy and it was overcast. And, and uh, so uh, we drove to the site and uh, it, didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that uh, I was the guy that day. 
I was driving around with an older man who didn't do a lot of the, uh, the, the climbing around and all that. That was my job it's back when I was young. And so he had all the uh, knowledge and I had uh, the ability to climb. <laughs> I had no idea. I am very afraid of heights. Standing here sometimes, I don't look down. <laughs> I just don't like heights. And so uh, we went in and talked to the man and I heard him say, uh, where are the units? And he said, oh, they're on the top of the building and it's three stories. He said, okay, you have it inside? He said, sorry, sir. When they built this uh, building, they did not have inside access to uh, the ceiling. Uh, you, you have to climb on the outside uh, on uh, uh, top of a parapet and you have to climb over the wall once you get up there and uh, so he said uh, Doug I want you to grab the bag of tools hang it on your shoulder he said uh, I'll give you a bucket full of some stuff that you might need you take those and you hang them over your shoulder and he said you need to climb up there and climb up I'm going to tell you I looked and I almost quit Right there. And this is no joke. I looked. He said, you're going to make it? I didn't even answer him. I was just looking up. And I was thanking God. For, please forgive me for anything that I've done. God, I pray right now that you'd take my soul and purify it by the precious blood of Jesus. And I sat there and didn't talk to him for a while. He just stared at me, looked at me. But inside I was praying, Lord, if I die today as I'm falling, please let me have a heart attack where I don't see myself plunging to my death. And I remember climbing up that ladder. It was wet. It was slippery. It was as slippery as snot. You hear me? I climbed up there and I halfway up I thought you know what this is for the birds I'm climbing down and then I remembered my wife and kids were home wanting to eat and I needed to make some money so I kept climbing honey I want to tell you three stories up on the outside of a building in the rain hanging on to a slippery uh, pole with a, these little bitty things you climb up on is not for the faint of heart I got up to the top and they, they left there was no more thing I had to reach and grab the parapet and pull myself up and over and I thought how in the world am I going to stick my little old pencil thin legs over the edge of that stupid thing coming down I want to tell you I prayed longer on the top before I did that on the way down than I did going up I prayed and I asked God God would you please save me I, you think I'm kidding and just trying to make you laugh but I'm not I was scared out of my mind <laughs> I got down after fixing the air conditioner I was shaking and I put everything down and I thought well I did it thank you Jesus for saving me and washing me and cleansing me and loving me and helping me he went back inside and it didn't work he said Doug I'm so sorry to have to tell you this but you're gonna have to go back up he said there's one part that you for that I forgot to tell you to change you're gonna have to do that you're not gonna have to take all that stuff I, I, I had already prayed through but I started praying again <laughs> I said Lord if there's anything <laughs> I'm telling you I want to tell you and that's just uh, this common life that we're living I want to tell you it ought to be in our spirits the Bible said don't let the Sun 
go down on your wrath. I want to tell you today, don't you dare go to bed and lay your head on a pillow with sin in your heart and grudges it with somebody in the church. Honey, if you have to call them and take the high road and lose money and lose all kinds of face, do it, but make sure your life is ready. Make sure your heart is pure. Make sure you're full of the Holy Ghost. I'm not going to hell for anybody. I hope no one drank out of this today while between services. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> Jesus may have to come get me tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Five foolish thought their lamp was enough. Thought their experience was enough. Thought just because they had received the Holy Ghost ten years ago that it was enough. Thought just because I shouted a, a month ago that it was enough. All I have is my lamp. But when Jesus stepped to the, the uh, street and said, hey, I'm here. And they cried, behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. They looked and realized that their experience was not enough. And they needed to be full of the Holy Ghost. They tried to look at people and say, hey, you know what, church? Don't look at your neighbor. Don't look at your wife or your husband. Hey, young people, don't look at your mom and dad or your pastor and say, well, they're going to help me. Honey, I'm telling you, there's going to come a day where it's going to be you and Jesus. Make sure that you're full of the Holy Ghost. Make sure that you're full of the grace of God. Make sure your life is saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you today that if you are not in this church, maybe you're at home tonight and you're watching this and maybe you've just tuned in just because someone invited you to tune in and you think, well, there's nothing really to do. And so I'm just going to watch a little bit of this. Maybe you're backslidden. Maybe you used to be in church, but you're not any longer. And you're just watching this or, or just kind of looking at this see who else is at church tonight. I want to tell you uh, the Bible says unless you're born again of the water and of the spirit you cannot enter in nor can you see the kingdom of heaven. That's the words of Jesus today. I'm trying to help someone go to heaven today. I want to tell you that unless you're born again of the water, that's baptism in the name of Jesus. The Bible said there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved he that believeth and is baptized the same shall be saved honey it's not the good intentions that you have God you know that I wanted to be baptized I want to tell you you're going to have to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins you're going to have to ask God to forgive you you're going to have to turn 
from your sin and say, I'm going to change my life. And with the help of God, I'm not going to be what I am today. I'm going to change. The Bible says that you're in Christ when you're buried with him. The Bible said that's being in Christ. You are a new creature. All things have passed away and behold, all things become new. He's going to change you, but you must be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. He said it when they asked, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter simply said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's not just going to be calling the name of Jesus. It's not just going to have just faith that there's a God up there somewhere. It's not just how good you've lived this life. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. That being born again of the Spirit is being filled with the Holy Ghost. And everywhere in the Bible, when the Bible said they were filled with the Holy Ghost, the Bible said they began to speak in other tongues. This is not man trying to teach you some language of the church. This is God and speaking through you and you yielding yourself to it. I believe that you can get the Holy Ghost in your bedroom. You can get the Holy Ghost while watching this service. You can begin to pray and ask God to forgive you and God can forgive forgive you of your sin and he can fill you with the Holy Ghost tonight. I don't know about you but I wouldn't go to bed tonight without being filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't know about you but I'd make sure that my life was right with God. Hallelujah because he is coming. He is coming. Hallelujah. The Bible said it'll be as a thief in the night. Hallelujah. God is not trying to scare you. God is not trying to say, well, um, I, I'm just going to tell you right when uh, I'm going to come. It's going to be December the 25th and it's going to be 2020. It's going to be on my birthday that you celebrate. Everybody will be ready. Everybody, if he did that, you'd wait until the 25th morning at 5 a.m. That's, that's us. You, you, you really want me to, to delve into that because you know it and I know it. That you know your plane flies out at 3 o'clock. And you're pushing it and running, stuffing things in, in a suitcase, getting there. Some of you don't even get to sit down and buy anything for the flight. They're already boarding. And you walk in there and go, I made it. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to. That's how you would treat God. Oh, that's why Jesus said, just be ready. 
I'm coming soon. Be ready. Why? He wants a relationship with you. He wants you to stay ready. He wants you to realize that it's not just going to heaven that I'm after. I'm after about heaven on earth. Hallelujah. I believe there's a heaven here. I believe there's a relationship that I can have with Jesus. I don't want to just be saved. I want to have a relationship with him. I want to love him and magnify him and worship him. But honey, I want to realize that I've got to be saved. I've got to be right with God. Hallelujah. One of these days it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. I don't know about you, but uh, there's a time in my life I, I was a high, in high school. <laughs> I was in high school and just getting into high school and 14, 15 years old. I remember my mom uh, would work, but she would always be home when I, when I got home. And I remember uh, coming home from school and uh, uh, I walked in the house and I just said, hey mom, I'm home. And, and there was no answer. <laughs> so I went in the kitchen where she usually is, kind of preparing uh, dinner uh, for everybody. And uh, I walked in, and there was food on the stove. Uh, and I thought, well, the food's bubbling a little bit, and there's some good smells around, and things are cooking. And, but there's no mom. I said, well, maybe she just went in the bathroom real quick, use the bathroom, wash her hands, something like that. And and so I went to the bathroom door, and I said, Mom, knocked on the door, nothing. Went to her room, knocked on the room door, Mom, are you, are you in here? Went outside, looked around back, maybe she was back, maybe talking to a neighbor or something. I went around back. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, when I got in back in that house, and there was no mom, and I, I just said, hey, Mom, real loud. And I thought, oh, Lord. <sighs> they always preached about this day. And honey, I'm telling you, I started saying, Mom, Mom, Mom. And I started looking around, and I started getting scared half out of my wits. I looked around. I started running around from door to door. It didn't even matter. I said, if she's in the bathroom, I don't care if I bust in there and embarrass myself, embarrass her. If she's there, I may hug her wherever she is <laughs> and say, I'm glad that you're doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> Thank God you're still here and run out. <laughs> I was scared half out of my mind. I was screaming. I was throwing doors open to closets. I was opening doors. I was throwing things around. I was screaming to mom. All of a sudden I heard the door open and their mom came walking in the door with a, with a little bowl of sugar. She had borrowed from the neighbor. <laughs> Whoo! I said, hey, Mom, it's good to see you. She said, oh, yeah, I went next door uh, to get some sugar. I said, oh, okay, that's good. Uh, that sounds great. I'm going to go into my room real quick, and I'll, I'll be back. Honey, I'm telling you what I did. I went into my room, and I started praying, and I said, God, don't ever let me feel that. Don't ever let me know what that feels like. God, that didn't feel good, and I don't know about you, but I don't want to feel that. I want to be ready when I hear that trumpet. I want to be going to know that my soul is prepared and ready to meet Jesus. This is not a game. 
came. Will you be ready when Jesus come? Or is your heart ready? Is your mind where it needs to be? Is your heart purified by the precious blood of Jesus? I don't know about you, but I've got to be ready. Got to be ready. Let's stand tonight. Hallelujah. 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 I'm talking to someone tonight that's watching me and you know, you know you're not ready. You know it. You know it. You're watching and, you're, and, you, and as while I'm preaching, you're thinking, oh God, uh, I know that I'm not ready. I'm telling you, don't let this day pass you by. Don't let this moment pass you by. I'd find me a corner somewhere. I'd push people aside if I had to. I'd go and say, hey, I've got a little some things that I need to take care of for a moment. And I'd find me a prayer room. And I'd begin to pray. And I'd ask God, God, would you save me? I want to tell you, if you're watching this, you're not too far gone. If I'm preaching to you and you can feel any conviction at all, there's a God that that loves you. There's a God that's concerned about you. There's a God that can forgive you. He can pick you up. He can put you back together. The Bible said there is hope for a tree if it be cut down that by the scent of water that it can begin to grow again. I'm trying to pour water on that tree. You think that it's over. It's been cut down. That there's no use for you anymore. But I'm here to tell you the devil is a liar. You can pray back through. You can live for God. You can make it. God, help us today to be ready when you come. Can we pray all over this house? Can you pray right where you are in the name of Jesus Christ? Can we lift our voices right now and pray and ask God to help us? In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm praying that your presence and that your spirit would move upon somebody right now. That you begin to touch a heart. Let someone and begin to feel the mercy and the love and the grace of God as it extends itself to them. Let them feel your mercy today. Let them feel that overwhelming love of God as it reaches for them. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. In Jesus' name. I surrender Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it today. Why don't you surrender to Him? All over this house, why don't you make sure your heart is ready to meet the Lord? If you, wherever you are today, as you watch this, find a place, kneel down, and say, God, whatever you do, get me ready. I've got to be ready. My heart's got to be ready. My spirit's got to be ready. Don't let anything stay in your spirit that you know would keep you from being saved. Oh, come on, let's pray together. Come on, let's pray together. Let's pray together. In the name of Jesus, God, would you forgive me? Would you wash me? And would you cleanse me? God, forgive me for what I've done. 
God, you see those things that are in my heart and my spirit. God, I pray that you'd wash me and cleanse me. I pray today, God, as people are repenting, that you'd fill somebody with the Holy Ghost tonight. That you would let somebody begin to pray right now and fill them with your spirit. Fill them with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Today is going to be the first day of the rest of your life. There's going to be a destiny upon you. I want to be ready. I want my wife and my children to be ready. I want my friends and my family to be ready. Oh, I want you to be ready for the soon coming of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. 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 Let's pray again. Let's pray again. Let's pray again. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost moving. I feel the presence of the Lord moving right now. In the name of Jesus, touch every life. Touch every soul. In the name of Jesus Christ. I want to be ready. you all of me. my Savior forever I give you all of me I give you all of me I surrender all to you everything I give to you withholding nothing Withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing. Hallelujah, God, search my heart. Withholding nothing. Search the cracks and crevices of my heart. God, I want to please you. I want to please you, God. Withholding nothing. I don't want to be a people pleaser, but I want to be a God pleaser. Oh God, wash me, God. Away Purge me, so God. You Let your blood run through my veins, me. God. I give myself away. Hallelujah! 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 I give myself oh, away. Oh God, I want to be ready. So you. I want to be ready, God. I want to be ready, God. I want to be ready. Hallelujah. I give myself away. Hallelujah. So you can use me. I give myself away. Hallelujah. We have a small window of time. Self away. It's almost midnight. It really is. God has been so good to us. He has allowed us to feel His presence and to come before Him. I stand here unforgiving or undeserving of His mercy and His love.
I'm glad that God never gave up on me. There were many times that I prayed, God, if you get me out of this, I'll turn my life around. Yet finding myself in that same trap, I too had a scare and I thought the rapture had took place. Probably all of us at one time or another maybe could relate to that. I just remember driving back, listening to some rock and roll. <laughs> Coming home, all the lights are on, but nobody was there. I don't want to be lost. I've got friends, I've got family that need this. Before I can give it to them, I've got to get it for me. The Bible says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You should never be forced into this. The Lord doesn't force you. The Lord doesn't want anybody holding a gun to your head. But He wants every one of us to make up our mind. I'm going to live for you, God. The mere fact that you're here today is reason to believe that His mercy endures forever. As he was preaching, and I I don't know if I, there was a video on Facebook, and I didn't watch the whole message, but I believe it's that along the same line of, I only saw about a minute clip, and, but as he was preaching, I thought about what if hell really is real? So we live in a world that don't believe in hell. They don't believe in life after this. Well, they do. They believe everybody's going to heaven. Matter of fact, I had somebody (laughs) a few years ago ask me. They were living in sin. And they asked me what I thought. And I said, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what you think. But what matters is what's written in the Word of God. Except a man be born again, he can't enter the kingdom of God. Live the way you want to live, eat, drink, and be merry. Because if hell is real, there are no more (laughs) do-overs where the Lord calls us home. I'm not living out of fear. Because when you get a hold of this, and God blesses you, you're not living out of fear now, you're living out of love. God loves me. And God loves you. That's why you may be far from home, but you're not that far. So I'm praying, I'm challenging you. Let this message begin to resonate in your spirit and make up your mind. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Can I tell you, there doesn't matter any kind of government, any kind of uh, law that goes into effect. Nobody can stop you from living for God and standing up for what's right. God, we love you today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your call. I'm praying for everybody tonight, God, that will open up their hearts and their spirits. 
And that, God, they would realize they can run to you and you will love them. You will shower them with your mercy. You will shower them with your grace. I'm praying, God, that you would begin to move upon all of us and let us be soul winners for you. Let us let this world know you're coming and you're coming soon. Let us share the oil while there's light. We pray this in Jesus' name. Clap your hands unto the Lord.